Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 75, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone, to the last day of week 15 and our first day in the next book of the Bible, Ruth. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's going to ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Hello, Marvin. So, a new book today, but before we get to that, it is Friday, and I am feeling confident. Dave, you do remember you are 5-2 down. I do, Marvin, but I'm feeling especially especially clever today. So, let's do this. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. So, Gary, welcome back, and thank you again for being our quiz squirrel. Oh, no problem, Dave. This is fun. Are you both ready to go? Yep, go for it, Gary. Okay, here we go. Question one. This week, we heard about the Nazarite vow. If someone took that vow, what were they not allowed to do? And here's a hint. There's more than one correct answer. Okay, okay, yep, I think I've got that one. Yeah, me too. Okay, then. Question two. When the Israelites were in the wilderness... They had a special tent where they went to worship God. What was the name of that tent? Okay, yeah, yeah, I've got that one, I remember. Yep, me too. Okay, question three. How long would it take to read the entire Bible out loud, from Genesis all the way through to Revelation? Ooh, okay, well, let's see, there are 66 books. Mm, Some of them are really short, though. Yeah, but Dave, some of them are really long. Mm, That is true. Okay, okay, well, I've got my guess. Yeah, me too. Okay. So, let's see how you did. Question one. What was someone who took a Nazarite vow not allowed to do? Okay, yeah, so I put they weren't allowed to cut their hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I actually put that they weren't allowed to drink wine or any grape juice. Very good. Those are both correct. And you could also have said they weren't allowed to go near any dead bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Next question. What was the name of the tent where the Israelites would worship God? I know, that one was the tabernacle. Yeah, yeah, I got that one too. Very good. You're both right. So, here comes the last question. How long does it take to read the whole Bible out loud? Well, some short books, some long. You know, I decided I'd just guess an average of one hour per book. So, I guessed 66 hours. Oh, yeah, I thought it might be more than that. So, I went for 100 hours. The correct answer is 70 hours and 40 minutes. Dave was closest, so he wins this week. Hooray! Thank you, Gary. I knew I was feeling especially clever this week. Uh, Marvin, can you put that up on the giant scoreboard? Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. So, that's it. We're back to 5-3, and I'm just two behind. Thanks, Gary. Great quiz this week. No problem. Thanks, guys. Hey, I'll see you all next Friday. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. Well, time that we got to our reading for today. A new book and a new story. The Book of Ruth. Now, the story we're going to hear is all about one family, and they lived during the time of the judges. Oh, okay, great. Well, who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Georgia. Oh, hi, Georgia. Hello. Today, we're going to read the whole of Ruth, chapter one. 
There was a time when Israel didn't have kings to rule over them, but they had leaders to help them. This is a story about some things that happened during that time. There wasn't enough food in the land of Judah, so a man went to live for a while in the country of Moab. He was from Bethlehem in Judah. His wife and two sons went with him. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Mahlon and Kilion. They were from the tribe of Ephraim. Their home had been in Bethlehem, in Judah. They went to Moab and lived there. Naomi's husband Elimelech died, so she was left with her two sons. They married women from Moab. One was named Orpah, the other was named Ruth. Naomi's family lived in Moab for about ten years. Then Malon and Kilion also died. So Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. While Naomi was in Moab, she heard that the Lord had helped his people. He had begun to provide food for them again, so Naomi and her two daughters-in-law prepared to go from Moab back to her home. She left the place where she had been living. Her daughters-in-law went with her. They started out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Both of you, go back. Each of you go to your own mother's home. You were kind to your husbands, who have died. You have also been kind to me. So may the Lord be just as kind to you too. May the Lord help each of you find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them goodbye. They broke down and wept loudly. They said to her, We'll go back to your people with you. But Naomi said, Go home, my daughters. Why would you want to come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Go home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. Suppose I thought there was still some hope for me. Suppose I married a man tonight, and later I had sons by him. Would you wait until they grew up? Would you stay single until you could marry them? No, my daughters. My life is more bitter than yours. The Lord's power has turned against me. When they heard that, they broke down and wept again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth held on to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, Don't try to make me leave you and go back. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I'll die. And there my body will be buried. I won't let even death separate you from me. If I do, may the Lord punish me greatly. Naomi realized that Ruth had made up her mind to go with her, so she stopped trying to make her go back. The two women continued on their way. At last they arrived in Bethlehem. The whole town was stirred up because of them. The women in the town asked, Can this possibly be Naomi? Don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara. The Mighty One has made my life very bitter. I was full when I went away, but the Lord has brought me back empty. So why are you calling me Naomi? The Lord has made me suffer. The Mighty One has brought trouble on me. So Naomi returned from Moab. Ruth, her daughter-in-law from Moab, came with her. They arrived in Bethlehem just when people were beginning to harvest the barley. Thanks, Georgia. So, Marvin, our story begins. And, well, really everything has gone wrong for this little family. When there's not enough food in their own land, 
Having decided to go to live amongst foreigners, well, then Naomi's husband dies, and then her two sons also die, and Naomi is left with nobody to look after her as she gets older, and so with nowhere else to turn to, she decides to go back to the land of her own people. Yeah, yeah, David, it's not the cheeriest of stories so far. Nope, I'm afraid it's not. Now, Naomi's sons had married foreigners, Moabites, Orpah and Ruth, and as we've talked about before, God's people were not supposed to do that. The first, Orpah, she decided to go back to her own people. That was really the much easier option for both women. But Ruth? Ruth was determined to stay with Naomi. And she said, your people will be my people, your God will be my God. And remember, Ruth was a Moabite. They were enemies of Israel. She did not know how she would be treated when she got to Naomi's homeland. But she promises that even after Naomi's death, she will not go back to Moab and their false gods. She will be buried with Naomi and the people of Israel. Hmm. That was kind of a big, scary thing she was promising, huh? It was. And you know, boys and girls following God, it's the very best way to live your life, but it will not always be the easiest way to live. There will be times when it would be easier to forget about God, to do your own thing, or to go along with people who don't care about God or what the Bible says. But Ruth believed in Naomi's God, the God of Israel. And if we do too, if we believe what the Bible says, then we need to say, like Ruth said, whether it's easy or whether it's really hard or even scary, I am going to go with God. And you won't change my mind. Because like we've talked about already this week, we know that that path, no matter how difficult it gets, leads us to the most wonderful home with God in heaven forever. Oh yeah, yeah, that is definitely worth it. It is, Marvin. So today, boys and girls, ask God to help you trust in him the way Ruth trusted in him. So you can say to anyone and everyone, I will not change my mind. I am going with God. Yeah, I sure am. Good for you, Marvin. Great. Okay, so the story of Ruth has begun. But although these terribly sad things have happened to their family, like we said, over the next three days, we're going to see how God took care of these two ladies. And, well, that's it for this week, Marvin. We will say goodbye until Monday and week number 16. Okay, yeah, well, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. We'll see you then. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Ellis.